In this episode of Meta Memory, we look at the odd configurations of memory in the last 60 to 75 years, especially the turn in memory after World War II to a kind of obsession with leaving the past behind and focusing on the future. A kind of theme that we see again and again in the 1940s, 50s, and 1960s. And then we see the opposite kind of trend in the 1980s when memory becomes much more attractive to people than the past. So there is a memory boom that begins in the 1980s, if not earlier, which stands in striking contrast to the obsession with the future we see after World War II. What prompts these different ways of taxonomizing reality? Making the past into a story transforms the real into the unreal. And it's almost as if you must describe the past as a story or else it's not real and people won't want to remember it. But in fact, the reality is that when you transform the past into a story, then you're actually making the past something that it was never in the first place. So not only do we make a story of the past, which simplifies the past into unreality, but we also make the story a morality play. It has to have good and evil. It has to have protagonists and antagonists. It has to have an either happy ending or a tragic ending for one reason or another. And of course, that also distorts the past. So what we have here are two memory trends, one in the post-war era, leading up through the 1960s, and then maybe jumping over the 1970s, a memory boom reverses the trend lines of memory. We see after World War II that there was an effort to put the past behind because the past was so horrible with World War II. And we know that Winston Churchill in 1946 in Zurich said that we need to forget the past. We need to prevent ourselves from dragging into the future the hatreds and resentments of the past. And we need to consign our memories to oblivion. This is a quotation that Elida Osman has focused on quite properly, I think, in explaining the nature of this focus on the future. And of course, in the 1950s and the 1960s, the notion was that math and science would be our salvation, as well as technology of all kinds. And on so many layers, you can see an emphasis on technology as a harbinger of a happier time in the future. But no later than the 1980s, a memory boom was underway. The roots of that memory boom originated much earlier, which is why placing it in the 1980s seems suspicious to me, although it's definitely a defensible proposition. But in the 1980s, you see the U.S. Holocaust Memorial Museum, Bitburg, the trip by Reagan to the SS Cemetery in Bitburg, the German debate over Vergangen Heights Bewältigung, the question of normalizing the Nazi past, which was so important in Germany, and in the United States, the development of the Vietnam Memorial and other commemorations. The triggers for these developments seems to go back to the 1968 generation, questioning their parents and their parents' history, the stagflation of the 1970s, the oil embargo, Watergate, Vietnam, all of these things suggested that the future was going to be unsatisfactory, or at least not necessarily bright, and it led to a focus on the past. Also, the rise of identity politics placed a premium on memory because memory is an important source of identity. 
And so as Americans broke themselves down into discrete group, each group wanted to highlight its own memory. So by the 1980s and on into our own times, the future has lost its luster, and the past is the lodestar of our hopes and dreams, even so far as trying to make America great again, whatever that means. It means to make the template of an older America the ideal for the future of America, but only after streamlining it into a simple narrative morality play, as all American stories must be. So we have to be on guard as those who want to use the past to control the present take advantage of the memory boom. Memory can be a resource that helps guide our steps into the future, learning from the mistakes of the past. But it can also be a weapon used by those who want to undermine the advances that have been made in recent generations. In future episodes of Metamemory, we will look and see how this memory turn influenced politics, culture, society, and other aspects of American life. Please join us for our next episode.